The biggest sleeping giant altcoin of 2023. We've yet to come across a project this early that looks this good for 100x returns. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24-7 customer support, leverage trading, and a wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet, you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing what could be the biggest sleeping giant altcoin of the year. I can't believe how early we are to this. I can't believe how much this project is being slept on. We could see what we... We've already seen 10x returns, but we can see another 100x easy based off of what we've discovered today. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, if you don't come across projects like this every day, every week, even every month. You know, we, we make it our job and our passion about finding early stage altcoins that look legitimate, are building real platforms, aren't scams, and we do the best that we can to share them as early as possible with our followers. You know, a lot of the times we hit, sometimes we hit big. This one... We've already hit big on a 10x. And most people are like, all right, take profits. It's yeah, over. It's over. No, 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 no. This thing still has a market cap of under 10 million at time of recording. And because of where it's positioned, the sector that it's in, the technology they're building, and just the way they've launched it, they got some really, really exciting things coming. So make sure you watch the end of this video to really understand how big this is. There's not a lot of competition in this space. You know, when we talk about layer ones, there's like 30 of them. When we talk about layer twos, there's really only a handful. Mm. So that's why I like where this project is positioned. So it's an Ethereum IBF 2.0 proof of authority um, layer two with near, near zero native gas fees and two second block times. To put that into perspective for you, <clears throat> near zero, one of the cheapest layer twos out there, two second block times is faster than Polygon Matic. Yep. Pol which is sitting at number 11. Exactly. With, this is insane. Yeah, so the tech, you know the technology, like it's cutting edge technology. You know, as you as crypto goes on and more and more projects get launched, always like the next layer one, the next layer two, the technology, just you know, the way that tech is, it's always gonna be more cutting edge because it's always developing and, and crypto is developing so fast. So when you have a new layer two like this one coming into the layer two landscape, and we've already seen how important layer twos layer twos are to crypto and Ethereum specifically. So this is a layer two for ETH. And back in like January, February, March, we saw it was layer two season, Arbitrum. Optimism and all the altcoin projects in those ecosystems went absolutely ballistic. You know, Vitalik Buterin himself, the founder of Ethereum, he's already come out and said, look, layer twos are the future of Ethereum. We need them for scaling because ETH, it just can't handle the popularity that it's, you know, meteoric. It's too slow. It's too expensive. So we need layer twos. And the newer and more innovative and cutting edge the technology for the layer two is, the more popular and, you know, more successful they could be. Yeah, so this is a fully fund, self-funded project. There is no venture capital backing. There is no pre-sale. There is no seed sales. None of this shit that happens on a lot of these bigger projects, like a Polygon Matic, 
which has a $7 billion market cap. They're funded by, uh, they received $450 million in funding from Kevin O'Leary, Disney, and Pantera, like all these. Mark Cuban, huge names. Huge names. So they get allocated pre-sale tokens at these really, really low prices. This one, none of that. So nobody's dumping on your ass. Mm. So basically, 100% of the tokens are in circulation as well. You look at some of the other layer twos, they have 10% of tokens in circulation. Why? Because these venture capitalists who have backed these massive layer twos are going to continue getting payouts for the next 10 years. Yeah, so you look at Arbitrum and Optimism, which are probably the two most popular layer twos other than Polygonmatic. They only have, what, 10 to 15% tokens in circulation. So their market cap right now is, you know, one, two billion, but fully diluted, it's like 12 billion. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, all, you know, if you're a long-term investor in Arbitrum or Optimism, you know you're going to be getting dumped on for the next three years. It's, yeah. it's a fact, right? So when you have a stealth launch, no VCs, no token dilution, you know, that's, that's huge for a long-term investor. Yeah, and with a stealth launch, nobody knows about it. Like, it just, I happened to be scrolling through Twitter and saw a ticker. I'm like, yo, let me look into this. Because mm. if you haven't watched our How to Find 100X Gems, this is exactly what we talked about. <clears throat> you need to find the ticker, then you do your own research. I happened to hit to see this ticker. I was like, yo, what's, what's going on behind the scenes here? Listen to an AMA. And that was a chance to listen to the team members actually talk about what the project is doing, what they're doing behind the scenes, stuff to come up. And I'm like, holy shit, there's a shit ton of catalysts here. Things sitting at under a million dollar market cap when we first found it. Yep. Now it's sitting at 8 million or so. But the fact that like <clears throat> they're doing all these things behind the scenes and nobody even knows about it yet because of the stealth launch, it's like now it's just starting to see a little bit of momentum. Yeah, exactly. So, and, you know, listen, that we've, we talked about that exactly in the episode. Listen to the AMAs. If you're ever sketchy about a project, you don't know if it's a scam, if it's real, you can tell the vibe of a project from listening to the team. You can tell if they're smart, well-spoken, they know what they're doing, and if they have a plan. And I think what keeps us kind of invested in this one going forward, you know, we've already had a 10X, as we said, but what keeps us going forward is the way they move and the, the things that are potentially on the horizon. So we might as well reveal the name of the project now, but just because you now know the name of the project, make sure you listen to the end of the episode because when you understand what the roadmap has in store and what you know the next one, two, three, six, 12 months have in store for this project, that will get you truly excited. Yeah, which we'll reveal closer to the end. Yeah. So right now, they are only two weeks old. Nearly half of the circulating supply is being staked. Mm. That's crazy. Yep. Like that means people see a long-term vision for this project. And the staking is a 90% APY at the moment. 90% it's APY. it's brand new, right? They need yeah. people staking, getting that ecosystem going. Yeah, which is absolutely huge. Here's the other thing. They just signed a massive uh, marketing partner. They're called Brothers Marketing. Mm-hmm. So you probably haven't seen anybody else talking about this project because they're not paying influencers to be tweeting about them all the time. They're, they don't want pump and dumpers. They don't want short-term investors. They want long-term. So with Brothers Marketing, what, they, what they're able to do is they're able to bring in whales. They're able to get discounts on tier one centralized exchange listings. They're able to bring in, you know, huge equity from these big players. So they're doing stuff behind the scenes that you're not necessarily going to see, mm. but it's going to drive a lot of value to the platform and to the project. Yeah. So I like that. They're not, they're not paying any influencers to be talking about them right now. 100%. It's all organic. Yeah, we are not paid by them at all. We just found this project. We started talking about them. So the name of the project is BitRock. The ticker is Brock, B-R-O-C-K. Their main net token will be Brock. Right. They're, they're, so the test net was successful. 
for, uh, I think they ran for like three months. Mainnet is about to be launched at which token it will be a BRC20 token. So right now it's Ethereum under BitRock. Right. The so Ethereum on CoinMarketCap it's Brock, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. You'll, you'll find it if you look for it. Yeah. Um, but in, there's another, before we get to kind of the roadmap and what gets us excited about the future of BitRock, there's that one other thing that they announced, which I, which was, I think, um, kind of made up for one of the massive spikes after the token was launched. It's that the partnership they launched, was it called Web3 Spaces? Yeah. It was like that. So it's like one of the top platforms for getting developers to build on your platform. That's right. And right away they got listed on that partnership with them. And that just shows that they're in for the long term. They're there for building. They want third web, third web. That's right. They want developers coming. They want people coming and building on they, their layer two, which they believe is the most innovative tech out of all the layer twos. And, it, you know, they're making these moves right after launch. And again, like self-funded, you have to pay for all these things. So, you know, they're actually they're putting their money where their mouth is. Just a lot of good signs. The way these move, I get good vibes. They also have the Sphinx partnership, which is they're building the bridge, the swap, um, the launch pad. They're doing the charting, helping with the airdrops. That's another massive integration partnership that is helping them kind of advance this project along the road for sure so the other thing i think we need to look at is the project what's come what what's being launched so they're launch, launching a multi-chain dex swap where cryptocurrencies can be traded dir- directly on their native chain without the need to use the dex native native to those chains uh or you don't have to hold the native chain token you know with like when you're using uniswap you have to hold ethereum mm-hmm. to the gas to make it sw- to make the swaps yep. And then you end up paying a shit ton of gas. Right. They're eliminating all that. So yeah, they have yeah. a, they're going to have a cross-chain, multi-chain DEX as well, which That's is cool. huge. Yeah. They're also launching a token launcher so people can launch tokens on the platform with like six easy clicks. Uh, they have a launch pad that's coming out, an NFT marketplace for NFT staking. There's all these things that are coming out and it's still only sitting at a seven, $8 million market cap. Yeah. For as sure. a layer two in a sector that doesn't really have a ton of layer twos. Exactly, yeah. And then the other thing that gets me really excited about the the probably the next three to six months is the way they're going about their exchange listings, right? So currently it's only on Uniswap as an Ethereum token, but when you want to have liquidity in a project, you you know, you know have to get listed on centralized exchanges. That's where the big volume comes in when you have you know tokens with five, 10, $20 million of volume. You have to have centralized liquidity. But they don't want to just get listen, listed to any junk exchanges, right? They're not going to go on all these weird exchanges you've never heard of, which is typical for new projects. You know, they'll just- Yeah, take anything. Anyone that'll list us will go with. They're going about it very methodically, the team is, in selecting which tier one and maybe tier two exchanges they're going to be listed on. They want to find the best and the best only. And I think this is a great strategy because it's just, it's the reputation of the token and the project on which exchanges. You know, when you go to CoinMarketCap, you see where a, sh- uh, a token is listed. If it's listed on the 15 dodgiest exchanges in crypto, well, then you're like, eh, that was probably a bad move by the team. So I really like the way they're going about that. So, you know, when you have all these things, they're building all those things, launching all those things like you just said, plus they're going about, about the exchange listings in the right way. I think the future is very, very bright for BitRock. And yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy that we got into it this early. And the team is, re- man, the team is relentless. They're this one guy, uh, procrastinating or whatever. This guy's going on like an AMA every single day on, the, on Twitter spaces. And it's, you know, it's beautiful because it allows... You know, very like transparency and all these things, but then he's like, "Oh, it's uh, 12 p.m. UTC, so like I got, oh sorry, 12 a.m. Like he's got to go to bed." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm going to the Telegram group asking questions like three hours later, and he's still responding. Yeah, it's like, bro, it's like, aren't you go going to bed? S- aren't you going to sleep? Yeah. Knowing that like every single question in that Telegram group gets answered by a mod, right, or by a team member, it's insane. And it's like, 
well-articulated answers with like facts and all these things, you know? Yep. So, and that was another thing we said in the, how to find hundred X, go to the telegram, see the vibe. Are the mods answering questions or are they just, you know, booting people and shit? Yeah. So I like the fact that they purposely, uh, what, what, what under promise and over deliver. That's it. I love that they do that because so if they say that, you know, we have a centralized exchange coming, um, in a month, but then let's say there's a hiccup and it takes two months. Mm. People are going to start selling off the token. They're like, oh, they said they're going to do this and not delivering. Well, when they say a month, it's probably going to come in two weeks. Yep. And it's that hype and that excitement that continues to drive people and eyes to the project, which is, you know, hence showing in the, in the platform so far in the project. 100%. Look, I think this is one of the most exciting projects we've ever come across. It's an early, this is the definition of an early stage 100x altcoin gem, right? So, you know, uh, congratulations if you're in the Discord, if you follow us on Twitter, TikTok. We called this out, you know, at the time of recording a couple of weeks ago. We could go, did a 10x, but we are 100% holding this one long term. This is one of the most exciting projects. Bitrock, I think, you know, kudos to the team. They're building something pretty exciting there. And another really cool thing about this project is when you compare the market caps of the Layer 2 sector, right? So as we said earlier in this episode, Bitrock is sitting at a sub $10 million market cap. Yeah. Now, what are the market caps of Matic? Seven billion. Seven billion. Arbitrum one to two billion. Optimism one billion. And those, the fully diluted market caps on those are like twelve billion. Twelve billion. So you really can't even come. That's like you know hundred thousand x, right? Yeah. So it's like all right, this is when you. It's, we always look at you know altcoin gems and market caps. What is the risk to reward? Obviously, if a market cap is smaller, it's it's riskier. Mm. But the reward, you're never going to get 100x from a Matic never. or an Arbitrum. Never. That's been done. That's from the early stage investors. Yep. But when you're looking at a Bitrock, you know yeah, what Yeah, right? So that's why we say like 100x. There's no reason why this can't go from 7 million, do a 10x to 70 million, and potentially do 100x to a 700 million. Like yeah. We see a lot of sh shittier projects you know, that have higher market caps. This is a solid, solid project. There's no reason why I can't do it. Yeah, 100%. So that's why market, looking at market caps in all coins is always interesting. And for, for us, the risk to reward for BitRock here is very, very high. Absolutely. This is a self-funded project. It's their own blockchain. They didn't, they're not a fork of another blockchain. They didn't buy this chain. Mm. They created it from themselves. So it's all, it's all backed by, them, by their own money. So that 4%, 3% goes to development, 1% goes to liquidity. You need that when you're operating only on a DEX. So they're doing all the right things. And so, then they go on DEX tools, it says uh, tax is modifiable. That's right. They don't have Sequoia Ventures behind them giving them $100 million. So then they have zero buy-sell tax. They need to be funded by the trading of their tokens. Yep. So people that are complaining about it, it's a scam. No, that's how you how you self-fund a project yeah. in any industry, right? For sure. So hey, look, if you want more updates about Bitrock, make sure to like, subscribe, and you know we're going to be constantly covering this project as they grow. Hey, make sure you guys tune to the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.